Hi. Hi. <laughs> Long time no see. Yeah. God, you guys. How are you feeling? Did you ever see the Legally Blonde musical? I didn't. Uh, I probably yes. would have loved it. <laughs> Did that's you one see of, it? That's one of the songs. Oh my God. Oh my God, you guys. Really? No, I saw it. It was a friend of mine is a drama teacher, a high school drama teacher. And she acquired the rights to put on the Legally Blonde musical at her high school. Okay. So as a supportive queen, I, uh, <laughs> we went to, there's a bunch of us that went to the dress rehearsals for the show. <clears throat> oh, it was so bad. <laughs> it was so funny. We were laughing so hard. And when we left the show, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, you guys. <laughs> and we were just like singing that song over and over again greg <laughs> sings it he has never seen it he just loves he always says it it's like it sounds like a jingle almost <clears throat> they sing it so many times it's hilarious this musical listen you know how much it costs for schools to put on musicals like it's tens of thousands of dollars yeah it's a lot of money song book and yeah she paid maybe 10 grand for that one and it was like wow oh my god that was i bad. was in <laughs> When I was in elementary school, we put on, so in grade four, five, and six, we put on, grade four was Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, and I can uh -huh. still sing list one the song. Come on. Come on. Give me a song. It was red and yellow and green and brown and scarlet and black and ochre and peach and ruby and olive and violet and fawn and lilac and gold and chocolate and mauve and cream and crimson and silver and gold. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to stop. But those are the colors in Joseph's. Uh... <laughs> color dream coat um i don't know any other is there like the a beginning. famous song from it there's one that's like uh some folks dream of the wonders they'll do before their time on this planet is through no okay <laughs> i'm done <laughs> i'm really anyway. bad at uh, modern musicals go on <laughs> so no that's okay that was uh many many years ago like i literally did that when i was like what nine and i still remember that and then I did The Lion King Ooh. in grade five, and then Annie in grade six. Do they do the oh, oh yeah? I don't know what song is. I don't know. But <laughs> like the circle of life. But for some reason, the circle of life. Yes, I don't. Yes, I've never one. seen The Lion King. Okay, The Lion <laughs> King is good. I don't even know if it's still on in Toronto, but it's very good. Okay. Um. They incorporated the song Eye of the Tiger. Oh my God. I'm also pretty sure, like, so then they would give us a video, like they would give our parents like a VHS, whatever, of uh of this thing. They recorded it, right? Okay. And they would put like clips of the movie throughout it. I'm pretty sure that it's that's like illegal, but probably. That's fine. <laughs> wow. So I have a copy of Annie with like right. all these like scenes from the movie interspersed throughout anyway. Wow. Yeah. Well, at least you can sing. There's that. 
I'm not really well versed on like modernish musicals, right? Because I grew up with probably ones that my school didn't have to pay for, you know, Rogers and Hammerstein and all that stuff. But okay. I'm like, what did we do? Kiss Me Kate. See, I remember this one <clears throat> from when I was really young. I used to do a lot of choir work when I was young. Okay. We were like the choir class. Yes. And I'm with you. There's a song called, there's a musical about, as a cowboy musical from when I was really young. And okay. I just remember this one song. And I'm trying to remember. Let <clears throat> me <clears throat> take okay. it away. There'll be a cowboy on the moon, flying high, flying high. Da 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 da. Touch the sky, touch the sky. He'll something something low, and he'll rope up all his so, and his rootin' tootin' half a lootin' cowboy on the moon. I <laughs> love this. <laughs> I'm going to have to find this, you know. Please do. So I'm a cowboy on the moon. My friend Jimmy Goodrich, who lives in Britain now, he remembers this because he he was like the star of that. He was the cowboy on the moon. And I know he'll remember this musical for sure. We have to have him as a guest star. He can sing the main song with you. Oh, my God. He's still a singer, (laughs) you know. He has a new album out and everything. Seriously? yeah oh that's so cool he's married he has like his own kid from a previous marriage then he's married to a woman who has i think one kid from that marriage and then they had twins together oh my gosh and she's like this interior designer decorator lady that's like one of those flawlessly gorgeous blonde women that you're just like go away (laughs) anyway (laughs) but yes i get it yeah. They live in this like <laughs> idyllic British like uh it's just very much like a fairy tale, you know. Oh, it's, wow. it's like wow. Okay. That's amazing. Sitting there being all creative and shit. I mean, good know? for them. Yeah. It all sure. started with the cowboy on the moon. There'll be a cowboy on the moon riding high, riding high. Something, something, uh, touch the sky. Da, da, da. I can't. It's something. Oh my God. It's very catchy. <clears throat> I love it. I love it. Cowboy on do, the moon um, operetta. It's, it's an operetta. Operetta. Rodeo in like... town. Okay. It's a Western operetta in two acts from, oh my God. Brittany, if I find this song, I'm going to make everybody listen to it. <clears throat> I would love to hear it. I feel like I've already listened to it a little bit. I know. Also, I'd I've, like to I've, hear the Legally Blonde one as well. <laughs> I've regaled you. Oh, God, yeah. You have to hear that one song that I cannot stop singing. Like, every day, I think I pretty much sing that song. And then Greg will sing it randomly throughout the day. <laughs> it's so, so funny how many That's times awesome. it comes up, you know? Well, anyway. If it's good, why not? Why not? How are you? What's going on besides Mark's emergency, medical emergency? (laughs) Mark's medical emergency. Well, we, um, so the condo is going up for rent. Right. Um, so that was a bit of a shit show getting everything (laughs) ready for that because part of the reason we're moving into majority of the reason we're moving into a house is because we have outgrown this space. Mm -hmm. So like getting it ready to like, for pictures was a bit you made it look nice in the pictures looks good pictures turned out really good we mm. um i don't think we can even open our storage locker i think that's a bad <laughs> idea 
but it all fit in there. Uh, so it's what they're for. Yeah, I guess so. We have like, we also had like a bunch of shit left in our room. Mm -hmm. Um, and so this poor guy comes like super nice. I was going to say, have you had any showings? No showings yet because they're going to post the photos tomorrow or tomorrow. So Monday morning, like first thing, then the photos go up. Oh, you meant the um, photographer, poor guy. Why? Because he had to move some stuff? So, yeah. No, the photographer, I felt bad for him because he was, um, like, we were moving stuff around. He was so patient. But we're like, we literally couldn't fit this in the locker. Mm-hmm. Can you, like, take pictures of everywhere except for our bedroom? And then we'll move everything to the den. Yeah. He was like, yeah, no problem. But I thought he, I think he thought it was, like, one or two things. We're carrying like eight boxes over to the den. <laughs> hey, like, at least oh. you didn't make him lift any boxes. A, B. Yeah. I'm sure he's seen that before. It's no big oh, deal. Oh, for sure. Especially in a condo where like the only storage space is like 10 floors below us. So it's like, yeah. okay, well, no, no, that's full. So I can't imagine. Well, I mean, my whole house yeah. is basically a storage bin for. Just yeah. crap. Greg well, that's what our condo was. Into the house. He just keeps yeah. bringing it. Keeps coming. Keeps coming. That's More our crap. issue. We have to go through it. Like we kind of ran out of time. So, like my goal was we mm. would like pack, like pack for the new house, and like go through things and like put nicely packed boxes in the storage locker. But no, like no. So there's bins that have like kitchen stuff, bathroom stuff. Like a roll of toilet paper, but also like jewelry. Like, no, I don't even know what's in half those boxes. It was just like, throw them. You would drive me. I would go crazy. I would go crazy. Oh my God. No, I'm going crazy. I had a method. I moved so many times, Brittany, over my lifetime. My mother taught me this method of packing that was, for me, worked. Because okay. I didn't move into houses. That's the difference, too. I often move from apartment to apartment. So you're talking about, like, Same. one floor. Yeah. Just one floor. So you didn't have to deal with kitchen, living room, blah, 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 all that stuff. Yeah. So my thing was you pack a box, you put a number on it, and then you have a book. You have your legend. The number one, what's inside that box? It was written Smart. down. Then you have box number two. What's inside yeah. that box is in the book. So this book is, like has a list of all the box numbers what's inside each box perfect so you look at the number you go okay move that over here unpack it into this room yeah you know what i mean like it was very like yeah anal and organized the way no my that's mom good that's the it. plan like i'm not moving it i'm definitely not moving stuff like that because i'm basically i'm gonna have to go back down to the locker mm, once this place has been it. rented and then like redo it yeah yeah which is a pain in the ass the kitchen fine. takes the longest to pack Really? I, well, yeah. I guess because you have to be super careful with like the plates. No, you it's just, like, just throw so shit. much shit. Yeah, exactly. It's just yeah. shit. And then you, you can't pack all of it. Yeah. Because, and you need at least like one or two throw away, like at the, the day you're moving boxes, like empty yeah. boxes. You just throw all the shit from the bathroom, all the yeah. leftover stuff from your kitchen, food, blah, blah, blah. Because you're going to have stuff in the fridge. You're going to have stuff in the freezer. Exactly. It's, like crazy. Oh. Don't get me started in the fridge, Kelly. Honey. We just bought this beautiful new fridge. Well, not just, but like beginning of COVID, we got this gorgeous new fridge. Yes. We love it. We're obsessed. And leaving it behind. And we have to leave it behind. Yes. But the new fridge looks okay. 
You'll get it. Fridges are easy. There are dime Eventually. a dozen. Come on. Eventually we'll get another one. But anyway, how are you yes. feeling? Well, let's uh, welcome everybody to this wonderful episode. Thank you for joining us today. I just we want to do a quick check in with each other. I um, just so everyone knows, thank you for being patient and waiting for a week for our lovely recap episode. And I have COVID. I have COVID. Yay. And I tested <laughs> more positive today than oh, I have no. all, last week. Like the minute I put the drops in the thing, it was like boom, boom. Like immediately. Really? I was like, oh, interesting. Here I was thinking, mm. I'm in the clear. I can go. I was going to go work out this morning with my my coach. I was just going to do a light workout because I haven't yeah. done any exercise. And I thought, you know, maybe I'll go get the blood flowing, get my cardio going. It'll be good, you know? Yeah. Just get some energy. See well, how especially feel. if you're feeling a bit better. Yeah. The thing that I am grateful for now, and it's only been since yesterday, and I've been afflicted with this since last Friday. Um, the only thing I'm grateful for right now is that I'm not dizzy anymore. I was so dizzy for oh, no. the whole week. I couldn't, pardon me. <clears throat> I couldn't read. I couldn't like do my my crafty stuff like uh, my rug hooking because it, it would require me focusing and I was too dizzy. Like I could watch TV. Okay. Like from a distance, I, could, I guess. Yeah. But I couldn't like cook. Like cooking, like standing up, I would get wobbly. I would mm -hmm. be like all uh, wobbly. So I was like, oh my God, do I have an ear infection? And I was like worried about that. But I don't think it's my ears because I woke up yesterday and I wasn't dizzy anymore. The only thing that's now I have is I'm still a bit congested and I'm fatigued easily. Like I yeah. have short bursts of energy and then I have to sit down and rest for a while, <laughs> which is really yeah. annoying. I think that's really common for COVID. It's so that annoying. Sucks. Yeah. So annoying. And then the fact that I can't, like I'm, I can't go, I couldn't work out today. I'm, certainly won't be working out tomorrow and then i have to go back to work like i didn't work last week so i gotta i'm gonna test on tuesday because i have a client on tuesday but if i'm positive I, I i won't be able to work so yeah hopefully it'll be negative it's shitty hopefully i'm just gonna say this much feeling better and yeah. imagine if i wasn't vaccinated how bad yeah. it would be you know what i mean that's true. All these different variants too. Like, I don't know. It's brutal. It's nasty. Ugh. Nasty. Nasty. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better. Even well, if you're not feeling 100%. I'm not 100, but you know what? It's so funny because right before I got sick, my whole body is falling apart. Like I had tendonitis in my elbows. My no. Achilles were both my Achilles were all ripped to shreds. And I was like really having a hard time working out. And I was just feeling like my muscles were sore all the time. I was aching all the time. And then I got sick. So my body just like basically stopped everything. And I was yeah. like, oh, you're funny. You know, I was like, the universe basically gave me the excuse to rest yeah. you know, my muscles and my tendons. Which probably you're feeling a lot better now from that perspective. But once you're... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great. I can move Look my at arms. those arms moving. <laughs> I can walk up and down the stairs more than, you know, one at a time. You know, like I, I was like going inching down the stairs like one step at a time type of thing. I know oh, yeah. Okay. 
Of course, you walk down the stairs one step at a time, but you know what I mean. I know exactly what you mean because I did that at my parents' house yesterday because I doing all the moving for like or doing all like the cleaning for the last three days. Um, I was just like exhausted, and then yeah. my like muscles were so tight. Yeah. Like I'm at my parents' house. I'm like walking one step at a time. Like, no, you have to because you might fall yeah. down. I don't want to fall down. No, honey. Like no, it's my you. worst fear. Did you ever I have... see? Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I've fallen down those stairs many oh. a time. Are they? Is it a big staircase? It's this is actually like a smaller staircase, but it's very near, like very steep. Okay. And so, if you are not careful. You go, it like goes down, like there's a wall at the end and then it, it hooks, right? Mm-hmm. I have gone smashing into that wall. Oh my God. That's, a, like, that's terrifying. Hardcore. Terrifying. Yeah, there's not ideal. I don't like short, those stairs. Did I ever tell you the movie, uh, Sarah Polly? she's a Canadian actor and director. She's very well known, even though you might not know who she is. Uh, um, it doesn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah Polly is actually quite famous. Anyway, yeah. she did this short film one time where she plays this young girl having an affair with a married man, and uh, it's a short film. So the scene is where he gets a phone call. They're after post-coitus in bed. She gets up out of bed to get a glass of water. He gets a phone call from his wife, so he has to pretend he's not with this person, right? She proceeds to fall down the stairs and break her neck in the short film. And he's on the phone with his wife and she's dying at the bottom of the stairs and he's watching her die and not saying anything because he doesn't want to make, let his wife know about the situation. Oh my God. It's Does she die? Ter- yeah. She, it's the most terrifying movie I've ever seen in my life. Like I think about that all the time. This Holy. woman falling... Like, I think about people falling down the stairs all the time. Like, I have a friend. She yeah. thinks it's really funny that I, I, she didn't call me back one day for a few days. And I was worried about her because she's a little older. She lives alone. She doesn't have a railing. And I was just like, all I could imagine was her. Oh, my God. Stairs. So she laughs at me all the time. And she'll call me and go, I'm just calling to tell you I'm alive. I'm not at the bottom of the stairs. <laughs> Don't worry. She thinks like, it's really a serious concern. She thinks it's really funny. And I'm like, it's not funny. <laughs> no. That reminds me. I should probably call my Aunt Bevy. Anyway. <laughs> I have a she question lives in a you. condo, but I haven't heard back oh. from her. I emailed her like a week ago. Oh, check my up God. on her. Jesus. Aunt Betty? Like radiant. Betty? Beverly. Bevy. Oh, Bevy. Call her. You call her. That's so sweet. She's such a sweet lady. I should. I really should. I don't know. I'm. This is reminding me that I should call her. Yes, it's always a good reminder to call all the people who live alone in your life. Just to, yes. if they have stairs to see if they've fallen down the stairs. <laughs> it's important. Oh God. Honestly, yeah. No, I've fallen down so many times. I'm a little bit nervous about that because, um, we're gonna have Wayne in like an actual, like house with stairs. For... Well, they have baby gates. I'm talking about Yeah, me. we'll put baby gates in. Like, I'm a grown-ass woman. It's not an easy fall. It's like falling down in the bathtub. I worry about yeah, that. Like, that's I my have other a fear. mat in my bathtub now because I'm, like, I'm too old for this shit. Like, I can't yep. afford to fall down and break my ribs, you know? Yeah. It's so. smart. I you worry about these things, okay? <laughs> I do, too. Yeah. I do, too. Okay. So, 
I just want to say to everyone who's listening, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming with us along this wonderful ride. And I'm really excited about what we're going to talk about today. It's going to be really fun. But I want to make a couple of announcements. We're going to take a month off of releasing episodes. So basically our month of August, people who are listening to this far in the future, it's not going to matter. It'll be a blip in time. They won't even realize that a month had gone by. But we in real time listening are going to take the month of August off. And then we're going to start releasing again in September with our season two premiere. Okay. And the biggest news is that we're switching from a weekly release schedule to a bi-weekly release schedule. Uh, Right now, we're going to give it a try for a little while. We're hoping for maybe season two to focus on a bi-weekly schedule. This will give us more time to schedule recording. It'll give us Brittany more time because she's got so much work, so much going on in her life. (laughs) It'll give me more time to focus on like improving the quality of like our social media posts and maybe no promises, maybe throw in a couple of bonus episodes with some interviews with people. I've been thinking about reaching out to certain people at university or sort of, uh, you know, medical type people. I want to talk to people and ask them some questions about this forensic stuff. So I think it'll be really, really cool. But I just want to know, want you all to know that that's what our plan is. And there's new things coming. Like we're, We're cooking some stuff up. I'm cooking some things up in terms of like what we might be able to offer you in season two. And then after that, we'll, we'll see how it's going. We'll see how everything's going, what sort of uh, feedback we're getting from listeners, that type of thing and decide what to do next. Cause this is all new to me. It's new to Brittany. We're just trying to figure it out. And I think we're going to try this, see how it fits. And it'll give us, like I said, give everyone more time to watch the TV show and listen to our podcast as a companion. So that'll be really excellent. Yeah. And today we have a huge plan to talk about season one and all these different things that we loved about season one. And I hope we'll get through our list. We'll do our best. How's that? I hope so. I think we're going to get through quite a bit of it because some of them are quick. Some of them are Mm. less fast. (laughs) We'll so, be good. I don't know. I'm going to start off. Let's just start off with some of our, like the list that we have. How's that sound? Does that sound Perfect. like a good Done. plan? All right. Let's do it. I'm going to throw it at you because neither of okay. us, just so you know, we haven't talked about these. We specifically, we had like a Google doc going of the questions, but we specifically <laughs> did not fill out our answers. Nope. It's going to be great. So this will be interesting discussion for sure. Okay. So where do you want to start with? You start. Do you want to start with creepiest boys? Sure. Okay. Let's do it. Um, okay. I also, I have two answers, but it depends on yeah. what we're going for. So like uh-huh. creepiest in terms of like people that I'm like, that person's messed up and super <laughs> creepy is definitely Howard Epps. It's whatever you want. Yes. Howard Epps. Okay. We were Perfectly. introduced to Howard Epps. If you remember, there was this wonderful episode where this guy was on death row mm-hmm. and 
it appeared that he was going to be executed. And this wonderful attorney in training, mm-hmm. well, new attorney, came in and was like, Booth, you got to stop this. We got new evidence. Except, spoiler alert, uh, no, he was the killer and he's creepy AF. Yes. And I think we're going to see a little bit more of him in the future. I Maybe. don't know. Let's not be we'll presumptuous. I'm always being presumptuous. But that was <laughs> season one, episode seven is when we were introduced to him. Yes. And what's your other creepy boy? The other creepy boy is Jesse. Ooh. Just because he's like lacking boundaries. Right. So that's man on a fairway where yes. he was getting emotional over them finding bones in a golf course right exactly so the guy that's like hey brennan i'm just gonna go in for a kiss while we're standing in your office because that seems appropriate no the fact that these two are even on my list together is very telling like one is literally a murderer Uh (laughs) and another just murders situations okay my turn ready yes i want to know Tell me. Hands down, the only creepy boy I have on this list. It wasn't. No, it's. I, is it Hodgins? No, but that's a good. Uh, actually, shit. <laughs> that would be my funny answer, actually. Hodgins! <laughs> you know what? Maybe I'll switch it to Hodgins. No, okay. <laughs> no, I want to know what yours is. And it wasn't one of the ones I said? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, my my criteria there ours are gonna be different. Our criteria is gonna okay. be different. It's all about perception and perspective. True. Okay. My hands down creepiest was Michael Styers, her professor. Oh, you're totally right. The professor that fucking started dating her. Okay, I'm having huge issues um, with how old Brennan is right now in the show. Yes. And how old she was in certain things. Because she apparently has been to Guatemala and yeah. she's been to El Salvador and she's been to Rwanda. Rwanda. Yeah. Which, like, that's, that's insane a- to me. Yeah. That's not the most ideal place to travel by yourself as a young woman. Well, I'm sure she was with somebody, but I'm just saying, like, she's young. Like, I can't imagine how young she was when she met Michael Stars. Uh, which makes him even creepier. You're totally exactly. right. Exactly. He wins in my book. I know. I still stand yours, by Howard Epps, but... Yours are very creepy. I agree. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay. Um, Who's next? Okay. Hottest boys. But I feel like... My answer is a cop out, so I want you to answer first. And then we'll no. See oh, okay, fine. We'll switch back and forth. Okay. Besides Booth, okay, we're but we're we not. As you cr- did not specify besides ah! Booth. <laughs> I love this. I love it so much. Like I didn't even think of the main cast as candidates for any of these, <laughs> and you are blowing my mind because obviously the whole time we'd be like Booth Hodges. Reddit. You'd like just say oh, yeah. all of them, right? It'd be so For funny. Sure. Anyway, <laughs> my hottest boy was Morris Chestnut from Man on the Wall. 
he was a guest star. Okay. Uh, was you like, did was talk he? about him for a little. Oh my God, honey. That episode, I could not stop talking about Morris Chestnut and how chocolatey he was. I just oh could not God. get over how smooth. <laughs> he was smooth. Oh, oh my God. I'm, see, I'm going back to the that moment. I'm like being sucked back into time where he was... Uh, he was the undercover agent that he and Booth were like flirting with each other at the end. It was great. He was okay. He's good looking, but I was thinking, honestly, I kind of defaulted to Booth because <laughs> I was literally thinking through this entire show and I could not think of someone that stood out to me as like, yeah, hot, hot. Yeah. Cause there's no one except no. for Morris Chestnut. Yeah. It's also because a lot of the guest stars are like, seven the killer or like they got issues yes like david sevens. isn't great even david isn't great exactly where is he? <laughs> hashtag where's david where's david <laughs> what do you want to talk about the best guest stars because those ones i so definitely... wait your answer is booth for hottest oh yeah 100 percent. there's no one else <laughs> like literally none of the like none of the episodes I'm oh like, my god like i actually maybe from the yes. man and the bear maybe oh. that guy what was his name oh god charlie charlie yeah what is the actor's name though what is I'm the actor's to... name that is such a good question i'm gonna find out in real time charlie. everyone can just settle simmer down yes rusty and... joiner rusty joiner Thank you. He was okay. He was, you know what? He's even more hot now. Have you checked out Rusty Joiner now? Well, even like, oh, yep, that's my answer. He's better looking than Booth. <laughs> <laughs> no, Booth has chemistry with everybody. That's the thing about yes. him that makes him very hot. But I didn't, like I said, I totally didn't even think of anyone in the cast. Okay, so now, okay, I'm gonna give it to you for best guest stars. Your favorite guest stars. I have two. Mm. They're both part of the cast of Breaking Bad, which is interesting. <laughs> so there's Aaron Paul, who played the clerk like of the video game store, or the yeah. comic store, sorry. Steve? Um, yes, Steve, who was super into that other girl. Or she, yeah, super into, what was her name again? She was the, into him, and he wasn't into her. Yeah, anyway poor thing but he was very weird looking in that sh in that show but he's mm. he has he's like a decent looking guy he's mm -hmm. a decent looking actor in my opinion yes and also because i love him and everything that he does john carlo esposito oh cool so he was in the voodoo episode <clears throat> excuse me and i thought he did an absolutely sensational job huh that was in Oh, the sorry. You're looking for Man in the Morgue. Man in the Morgue. Yeah. Episode 19. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Who are your people? Why? Why did you like Giancarlo? Why? Because you thought he was great villain. I just think Giancarlo Esposito, I think he's a fantastic actor. Mm -hmm. And the way that he portrayed that character, like Aaron Paul, I just thought was kind of cool. But <laughs> Giancarlo Esposito <laughs> is definitely my answer. Um, yeah. Yeah. The way he portrayed the character, like, just very believable he's just a, a phenomenal actor i love seeing him and everything he's in he's in the show the boys that i'm watching right now oh right you're totally uh, obsessed with that oh I, i'm obsessed with him i think he's a fantastic actor 
So perhaps I'm biased. Perhaps. Biased. Perhaps. And I want to know about you. What are, me? What, okay. What do you think? I also have a couple, but I have like a little honorable mention here. Okay. Again, man in the wall. Okay. Bokeem Woodbine! <laughs> Bokeem. When he showed up, listen, this show, this show brings on these casts, like these stack these casts, right? Like it's insane. Yeah. Remember it's amazing. Woman in the Garden? Woman in the Garden had some fantastic. Uh, like just the star uh, power is insane. It's insane. Especially for at the time, like it did become kind of like a cult classic show, but yeah. at the time it was season one. Like Bokeem, Bokeem was the best villain. He had a cane. You knew he was the bad guy from the beginning. He was so menacing and just amazing throughout. I also love Michelle Hurd, also Man in the Morgue. Uh, yes, Michelle Hurd. I love her so much. Like every time you see her, you're like, oh. she's like a breath of fresh air when she comes on the screen. You know, I love her so yeah. much. But as an honorary, honorable mention, and I'm going to say this, I'm warning you right now. Episode four, Man and the Bear, is, I'll just, I'll say it right now, was my favorite episode of the whole season. I think about it all the time. And everyone in that show, in that episode, the sheriff, the native dude, Charlie, the yeah. doctor, the cannibal doctor, these people... Like all those, it was a, such a great episode. They were all great. That was a fantastic episode. <laughs> that had a lot of good star power and obviously one very good looking person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what made that episode, it, the writing on that episode the was dialogue. very good too. The yeah. dialogue was so good. And it was just so funny. Like everything from like the, the native guy or the sheriff admitting he was having an affair with the vet and like the native guy laughing at that. Yeah. Like the sheriff going, oh, I'll have to. And her kind of being and... like, yeah. Yeah. She was like <laughs> drunk at the bar drinking martinis. Yeah. And then, the oh, my God, I just thought it was just so charming. It was amazing. That is also when we learned about beaming. Oh, yeah. Um, which we still don't know what that is, but somehow Nobody... that gets things from their no, computer. It, it to hasn't the lab. been mentioned once since, though. Like it's the only episode yeah. they talk about beaming. Yeah, <laughs> they have the angulator, though. That's the that's the main piece of technology. Yeah, I agree. and that weird laser machine. Anyway. Well, we I I'm still on the fence about that one. I still think it was cool and I think that's actually how they do it, but you didn't like the way it was shot, so we're yeah. still I didn't like the way it was shot, but it is a cool machine. We're on opposing sides on this yes. particular argument. That's okay. Oh, my list went away. There we go. Okay, next gruesomest moments. Am I going to go there, next? There is you can go first, but if you would like I can go first, it's fine, but there's hands down a, an obvious answer to this question. Really? In my opinion. Okay, I'll go first. Go. You tell me. Because um, I don't think so. Two bodies in the lab for sure. That was disgusting. <laughs> like, I could yes. barely even watch that. With I the forgot. bodies and the dogs, I was like, oh my god. That was pretty gross. Yeah, you're oh, right. It was bad. Yeah. Did you have a different okay. answer? Well, I went unconventional with this one. I need to know. I guess I was, I mean, obviously that's gruesome and disgusting. And on that 
level, I said girl in a fridge because I thought, I just remember us talking about how no one reacted to the smell of the remains and how disgusting and gloopy everything was. That's a good Um, point. But my gruesome moments were them talking about the girl who got her belly button ring ripped out of her belly button and Brennan's earring getting ripped out of her ear. That was in the man. The man in the wall was the belly button. Yes, and, and the man ear, in the morgue was ear. Yeah, the man in the morgue was the ear. Oh. That was, it was just like one of those... Okay, yes, obviously, I agree. Two bodies in the lab. Gross. Yeah. But the the visceral thought of having like the, the earring ripped out of your body, just yeah. like so... Like and if then, somebody came and ripped my nose ring out, oh. it would be a nightmare. Yeah. No. <laughs> That would not be good. I just like Booth just picked up her earring that had her ear on it. Just hey. put that in his pocket. <laughs> Gross. I know, and he could have probably tested it for DNA. So there you go. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> um that goes on the list of moments when Booth and Brennan broke the law and got away with it. Well, we're not there yet. So we're not there. What's next? We got funniest moments. You got a couple funny moments? Uh, to me, I love, although, okay, I'm kind of, this is like kind of hits on one of the other ones as well. But I loved the moment where they sang Hot Blooded together. And I thought that oh was my God. hilarious. It was so out of character for Brennan. The way yes. she's like, hot-blooded. Like, <laughs> starts losing it, like smashing her head back and forth. Like, and right in his guitar. face. Like really, really in his face. Like, ha! oh yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, ha! oh my God. I thought that was funny. Yes. Yes. Do yes. you have a funniest moment? I wouldn't, maybe that's not the funniest moment, but that well, was a it's... funny moment. I just find like, there's a lot of funny things. Obviously, man and the bear. Yes. For me, Charlie, today, <laughs> every interaction with him, funniest episode, everything they did was so funny, so funny. The sheriff cracked me. Oh my God. Everybody's yeah. funny. There's an unintentionally funny moment. Like there's a lot of those types of moments where it's like, yes, like when Brennan got mad at Booth for not helping her shovel uh, with man on death row, she was yes. like really pissed off because he's like, my suit's so expensive. And she's like, fuck you. Like I've been working <laughs> Get my ass here. off. Get over here. Things like that make me laugh. But like anytime a character is high or drunk is quite funny. Like little things like even okay, Oh my god. Like the man the man on uh, the man in the wall when she's high oh, on meth. When they're high on meth. <laughs> man in the follow shelter, we have Booth who's high and hallucinating. Yeah. And the really funny when Hodgins has the beaker full of booze and he's like trying to run across the catwalk to go to the party. Yeah. And that made me laugh because it was like a cartoon. There's a lot of very funny moments. Even yeah. in the sad episodes, there's like yeah. always something funny about the redeeming moments. Definitely. I'm just thinking you saying that reminded me of in the episode, the superhero in the alley when he's, when they're meeting like these kids for the first time, these superheroes, <laughs> yes. and Booth is just being a total ass. Like, okay, but what was the name that like your parents gave you? <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, the way he treated nerds. them too. He was like so lackadaisical with those kids. Oh yeah, I thought that was really really like, interesting. Ugh. Yes, 
All right. Oh my god. What's next? Most dramatic moments. Most dramatic for sure goes back to two bodies in the lab where he runs in. And like, 100%. Per- like his ribs are broken and he's literally running into the room to like take her at her she's hanging by her arms bones is hanging by her arms he like puts her full body weight on him even though his ribs are broken to like save her yeah well that whole moment like that's a classic the whole thing like i told you like it's i had never seen bones before like this last year or so and i knew about that scene like that was a very classic scene yeah for sure the other one i thought of was when brennan was on the stand in girl in the fridge and she gets uh cross-examined by the what is it what's the is is he the prosecutor i guess or the yeah um ada like the defense attorney district attorney or something yeah and that was a dramatic moment for me because that whole show, I love that episode because it's where she really grew as a person. Yeah, big time. Right? That she was a big switch. Under- she understood how much of a creep Michael yeah. Styers is. Her ex-professor, Ugh. ex-lover who completely abused his power with her and she just it just all comes to fruition, you know, in yeah. that episode. I loved it. Also, yeah. I'll just sorry. I don't mean to interrupt, but I was thinking of Skull in the Desert as well, like and how Brennan is such a good friend to yeah Angela. Like when they sat on the couch together and talked and stuff, and then she's also a good friend to Booth and Soldier in the Grave. She's a good friend, even though she comes across like she's she's a very not very empathetic. She also is an interesting woman. With a big life that I would totally love to hang out with at a party. You're skipping ahead. That's part of Angela's worst advice. Oh. Not Angela Hodgins' worst advice, I guess. Oh, anyway. God. About Angela. Anyway. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, there's also... There's yes. actually... Every episode has, like, a pretty dramatic moment. That's obviously the most dramatic. But even just, like the shock factor of some aspects like the episode with the where the boy is taken from the super what's that called which one is that one boy in a bush taken from the boy in the bush yeah honey i know these episodes ask me anything (laughs) i keep i keep forgetting the names of the episodes i have i just pulled up a list in front of me yeah 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 so boy in the bush season one episode five where they're like he, they put him in that mass they put zach in that like massive outfit looks like a hazmat suit to like go around yes. and then they're like oh there's the body yes but that was like a very dramatic moment like oh because it's a kid that whole right? yeah that episode was yeah because there's a moment where zach's having a hard time doing the examination and stuff and brennan has to teach him how to detach yeah from the situation so there's a lot of interesting yeah all the character development like the character growth episodes i find are like yeah the most dramatic for sure they really hammered those in right at the end of the season as well Mm. i found big Mm. time yeah especially with that last one the last two (laughs) 
<laughs> um, yes. Do we want to talk about best travel destinations? Yeah, just throw it at me. What was your favorite? Definitely LA, in my opinion. Really? The woman at the airport? Yeah. I, ah. I'd love to go to LA. Ah. But that's just my opinion. You know what my answer is going to be? It's going to be the same every time, pretty much. Episode Tell four, me. Man and a Bear. <laughs> that place is... Okay, that was pretty Washington cool. State. I just love that episode. Like, I, I was thinking about all the different locations they went to. And, of course, they went to New Orleans, but that was terrible because, I mean... Yeah, not ideal. Like, <laughs> just voodoo happened. and I mean, stuff. It's not exactly uh, not, walk in the park, you know? No, they're not going on Bourbon Street or whatever. Like, woo God, no. God, no. But, yeah, the yeah. Washington one for sure. And, of course, the Santa Fe one was terrible because of the circumstances. But... Yeah. Um, but you like the L.A. one. Okay. Have you ever been to L.A.? I have been through it, but I've never been to it. That oh. rhymes. <laughs> where? Um, I went why? to. Where was I? I went where to we Palm going? Desert. Okay. So I think we flew into L.A. and then we drove from there to go to Palm okay. Desert. But we never actually like stayed in it. Like we didn't. Like other than flying into it, I never actually went. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought it would be kind of cool to go there. I find mm-hmm. a lot of the episodes are in more like there's no like luxurious places really. LA no. seemed like the most luxurious. No. And I don't remember in season two if they go anywhere, but we got a few mm-hmm. locations. And I like that when they go off site, right? Yeah. Yeah, when they're kind of outside their like Washington DC sort of area. That's kind of yeah. a little bit cooler. You can't really Which count as a Teague Bay as a as a location, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's only four hours away, Assateague Bay, to go see the pirates. Does it count? It's I don't know. Too close, I maybe. It, it's I put it down as a location because they were driving a lot, but we'll get into that. We mm-hmm. will get into that. I I think <laughs> that episode. Well, we kind of talked about it. What we did talk about it when we actually went through that episode, but that reminded me of that show. The Curse of Oak Island. Yes, we did talk about that. So if they we're not going to talk about Oak Island, I think that whole thing is so stupid. <laughs> oh my god! Um, Mark got me into this other show now, oh where no. they're what is it? They're like looking for buried treasure. It's like a similar idea, but a different location. Anyway, oh my god! <laughs> but they're actually like finding stuff. Wow. Anyway, it's on like a naval base. Anyway, I gotta stop. Anyway, I don't even know what it's called. So, <laughs> but we I'm just like, finished watching. Um, what do we finish watching? Oh, Greg binged 1883, the prequel to Yellowstone. Yes. How was it? Greg enjoyed it very much. Okay. <laughs> Did you watch it with him? <laughs> I started to, and then yeah. I just, I couldn't do it anymore. Fell asleep like, or... No, we I stopped just, watching Yellowstone, actually. It was too much. I was just like, yeah. okay, 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 It's just a little too dramatic for, for us. It's, and it's very, like, every episode follows the same formula, and it's all... Yeah. It's like, there are certain actors that were pretty good, but generally speaking, I was just not... Not feeling it? No, but another one I binged, I'm just going to tell you, is called Dark Winds. And it's set in the 70s. And it's a, about this, uh, it's set on um, 
what is that called? Is it a reserve? I think so. Native reserve. So it's like. Okay. So it's the 1970s Southwest. And it stars a guy. His name is, um, apologies, Zach McLarnon. I don't know if you've heard of this. I want to look or Zan. Zan McLarnon. I apologize. Anyway, he's quite famous. He plays amazing parts i've seen him in so many different things i'm trying to remember if he was in yellowstone or not i don't think so he was he's been in a ton of stuff i'm just trying to find a photograph so you can see who he is oh i think i just found him you did okay good anyway dark winds is the name of it so it says oh he um, also produced it yes he did so it's based on i think a true story of a double murder case in the 70s in the southwestern United States. So it's like a uh, Navajo and Denai, or Denai, okay. I think is the name of the the nation. And it's about, you know, their conflicts with um, outside police forces and working on solving the double murder. And it's it's actually quite, quite amazing and really beautiful... So, like I said, set in the seventies, but just how gorgeous like the native traditions are and like how they dress and how they live and all this interesting stuff. Like it's very educational, but not in a way that's like typical bullshit where white people are trying to teach you. It's sort of like this is they're just the way they are. It's not like they don't have to explain themselves. So there's things that they do they don't explain to you. You have to find out why they do these things because it's not their job to explain why they do certain things. You know what That's I mean? That's so interesting. Like, it's really, really cool. Like, warding off bad spirits or trying to get this done or trying to do that. Yeah. Medicine, like medicine bags and things like that. It's just really quite fascinating. And I learned a lot just because I had to do my own research because I was like, what? why did he do that? That's interesting. So I yeah. look into it, you know? Anyway, I loved it. The only Moving show, on. so Mark and I watched, although, so we watched a movie, but it took us like a couple days to get through it because, you know, baby, but um, what movie? like cleaning, um, the man from Toronto and it got oh. such bad reviews. It's with Kevin yeah. Hart and Woody Harrelson. It got such yeah. bad reviews. So Mark and I went in with like zero expectations. Yeah. We had to pause the movie at one point because we both thought we were going to pee our pants because we were laughing so hard. Oh, really? <laughs> so I recommend. All that. right. Although it's, I'm not. So uh, yeah, it's not really deep. Like you're the show that you were describing sounds like a deep, like meaningful show. Oh, well, it's this just is like a, a true crime movie thing. Well, this I'm not a huge Kevin Hart person. Right. So I'm just like, oh, I have a, a kind of an that. aversion. I'm like, eh, okay. So yeah, I'll give it. A, I'll probably watch it at some point. But it's so funny. It's right. so funny. If you say I so, I thought it was funny. I should just... check. You know, I should. I should check. Check that out though. Dark Winds. It's called. Dark Winds. It's on AMC. I think. Dark yeah. Winds. We just because we had COVID. We and Greg and I like to do this thing where we watch. If there's lots of movies in a franchise, we'll watch them all, like start to finish, even if we've already seen them. So this time we did mis- all the Mission Impossible movies because we were like, oh, just watch them all. <laughs> yeah, like, I love it. Just go on a Tom Cruise binge. And you then, see him like, aging over time. Barely. 
Oh yeah, he like who's his plastic surgeon? Because yeah, they give me are that. fantastic. Give me that number. Mm-hmm. Give me that number. Is it storming like crazy where you are right now? I don't know. It sounds like crazy, it sounds like it? there's like huge hail hitting my. Is that what's happening? Window. I think so. I don't know because I I have my headphones in and it's like can't hear shit. I can. Just... Greg, I think just got home from skateboarding, so hopefully he's all right. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully no hail. It's like hopefully pitch black raining. <laughs> he's just so. Where are we? He walks in like hey. Okay, yeah, Best sorry. travel destinations, we talked about that. We did. I think this next one you got to take over because I did not watch Angel or Buffy. Okay. But you've mentioned that there were several characters where the actor was from one of those shows or both. Yes, and I did. I actually did my research and I'll just say, I won't get too much into it, but I've counted like 14 people. Holy shit. From, mostly from Angel, a couple from Buffy. I only, I got credits for 12 of them. So I couldn't find credits for two, but I, uh, I did do the research. So we have people from Angel on the pilot, uh, Man on Death Row, Man in the Bear, Girl in the Fridge, Man in the Fallout Shelter, Woman at the Airport, Two Bodies in the Lab, Woman in the Tunnel, Skull in the Desert, Man with a Bone, Man in the Morgue, and Grafton the Girl. So, all of these people. That's insane. All of these people know David Boreanaz. <laughs> that is more than half of the episodes. <coughs> That's oh crazy. God. Isn't that insane? But It goes to show I'm, if you know the right people, right? Well, I want to know, like, going forward, like, how many more people, right? Like, that's insane to me. Insane to me. Well, both those shows had pretty huge casts. So they did. They had revolving doors. I didn't watch Angel myself. I watched probably up to season four of Buffy, and then I kind of like fell off, and I started with Bones, I guess. But there were some pretty interesting characters here, like that guy Wayne Kellogg from Skull and Desert was on yeah. Angel. Doctor Ogden, who was in Grafton the Girl, was an Angel. The guy who really? played Dane in the pirate show, the Dane, the bad guy in the pirate episode, he was, was an angel. I think I forgot some of these because you well, definitely I don't mentioned know if I some knew. of them. I didn't know. Oh, you that. didn't know at the time. Yeah, no. Because I know you've you've mentioned quite a few of them as we've gone. Yes. Um, I only looked them up because I'm been curious. Pretty surprised. The guy who played Hal in Man in the Fallout Shelter. So the main, the guy who played the Santa Claus on the monitor and the one yeah. who gave them the go-ahead that they, a green light that they could go home. He was an angel as well. Huh. Isn't that wild? Yeah, that is wild. Anyway. It goes to show, like, I wonder if they got the gigs because of David Boreanaz or if it was just coincidence. Well, it is around the same time, right? Because Angel was on, like, like there's an, not an overlap, but, like, very soon after Angel, he yeah. got bones. So, which is really f quite remarkable when you think of it, that he went from Buffy to Angel to yeah. Bones. And what did he do after Bones? I mean, Bones, I mean, I don't even know what the hiatus was, but now he's got SEAL Team. And... Like, he's been on TV for 20, decades, <laughs> however many, 25, almost 30 years now. 
that's insane and yeah. with very successful shows long career very long yeah. illustrious career good for mm-hmm. him <laughs> i think that i wonder what kind of person he is in real life i want to know i want to know if he's a nice guy i think there was some scandal where he cheated on his wife at some point but otherwise i think that he seems like a pretty nice guy whatever <laughs> for no big deal but come on it's david Boreanaz for god's sake yeah he is the hottest boy <laughs> <laughs> okay what's next musical moments okay Well, I already said it. It's definitely the hot-blooded Hot-blooded. one. It was my favorite musical one. Yes. (laughs) Got a fever of 103. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's definitely like top. Top. However, Christmas episode. (laughs) It comes up. (laughs) ZZ Top is there. Yes. Doesn't sing in it, but just that is a huge musical superstar. Huge cameo huge cameo i wasn't maybe thinking I should have that. added that to like a best guest star i anyway. did think of that but that's more of a cameo so yeah. i didn't include that my it's criteria. a cameo but he does actually play a pretty big role in the show at some i can't remember what season he comes oh, into the show he comes more. back oh yeah like he's it's not just like yeah sorry <laughs> <laughs> he's Let's... in the show for quite a bit little mispresumption over here I, I also wrote down man on a fallout shelter for christmas but i was more about have yourself yeah. a merry little christmas, little christmas. that was ice storming nice outside oh my god i can't it's see it's black it's pitch black my friend i have a friend who lives in stoville so like only that's what 40 minutes north of here not even and she was saying like two hours ago that she was having like this huge hailstorm wow um what else oh for music i was interested in brennan's rap journey during man in the wall she was very interested (laughs) in rap music briefly we also have um Man with the Bone, we had Hodgins singing that pirate shanty that was quite funny when he was yes. going down into the hole, like, ho, 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 and a bottle of rum. He was just very excited. I didn't even consider these. Like, my, literally then, my only honeymoon suite. I've got a new girl now. I love that so much that it was uh-huh. in the background of Woman in Limbo at the fair. I loved it. I feel like, in my mind, I was just thinking of moments where they sang. <laughs> <laughs> but there's only one Listen, so you're the music person right the first thing you talked about in our first episode was about the music about the background music the lyrics yeah. and all that stuff so it started out you should be like on top of it you know i should be much more on top of it i feel like the soundtrack to this show is quite good it starts out very 90s though yes but well. it's still good it's fantastic if you say so 
What's my next? Ear is so itchy. Don't mind me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, what's, what's next? I'm, re- <laughs> I'm ready to talk again. I didn't okay. need to announce that. Renee has done. It's cleaning out her ear. Yes. Sorry. Cringiest Hodgins moment. Okay. You okay. go. Oh boy. So <laughs> when we did trivia, we actually posted like a little square with this scene in it. Yes. But hands down, the cringiest moment is when he is telling Angela that she is the inspiration for Brennan's life. It's like I'm shaking no. my head. I'm saying yes, yes. No. Yes. Yes. No. I agree. She went I to agree. Rwanda when she was 18 or 19. Brennan, I don't <laughs> think that you sketching faces with smiles. Uh, no, I don't think. Oh my god. True. He's just blatantly trying to hit on her. It's super awkward. That I don't that whole scene was so out of nowhere for me. I'm yeah. just like, where is this coming from? I agree with you. Number one cringiest moment. Also, when he was making out with the glass during the Christmas episode, when he was like, blah, blah, licking yeah. the glass because he was wanting to screw that masseuse through the glass. Oh, and then the, the first episode, yeah. <laughs> and then in the first episode, he is creepy there where he, can. they all are on Brennan about what characters they are in her book. And he's like, oh, so you think I'm lusty? Like, it's one of yeah. the first things he says in the show. And I'm just See, like, this is why we got off on a wrong foot with Kelly. Yeah, it was bad. If uh, we could have <clears throat> gotten rid of that scene, she could have been a huge Hodgins fan. No, no, honey. He did not redeem himself throughout the whole thing. And I'm warning you right now, spoiler alert, season two does not look good for him. I'm sorry, but I know what I, happens what in season two. What are you talking two. about? He gets so I'm much I'm going to talk about it. Don't you dare. <laughs> oh, he gets better. He gets better no. and better. All right. There's one season where something major happens to him and then he really anyway, gets better. Anyway, we're moving on. What's the next thing? Um... Angela's worst advice. I think when she's talking about how like boys and girls are different. Oh my God. (laughs) And poor Brennan was doing the right thing. The entire episode in the soldier in the grave. She was doing the right thing. The whole time was very supportive to booth. Yeah. But he was just not having it because he was having a bad day, bad week because of this whole case. And it brought up memories for him. Yep. Um, and Brennan tries to confide in Angela to be like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. He seems upset with me. And Angela's just like, girl, you got it all wrong. Yeah, she's basically telling her not to challenge men. Yeah. Don't challenge them. Just, you know, they're dumb. It just, you know, make it <sighs> make it seem like it's their idea. Like it's that kind of bull roar, like I don't understand Angela sometimes. I just don't get this character. And I hope in she's not a good friend and beyond. I hope they flush this out because I really am disappointed because obviously I'm looking at this through the, my 2022 lens and you know, be, she can be better. She could be better, but my other, she could be better. She gets, she, does get better hopefully we'll talk about her getting better we will be talking about more don't worry we will be talking about this character anything else from that in this whole this whole Mm. 
season basically she's not great yeah this isn't a word of advice or this isn't her giving advice but i found her obviously she was going through like a really tough time in the man in the desert or skull in the yeah. skull in the desert sorry yeah but i found her to be like borderline ungrateful for brennan coming and like how much <laughs> brennan and booth did for her and that but like i think that was part of just the grief maybe speaking you're right like shouldn't she be operating now based on that episode moving yeah. forward similar to moving forward after colin's daughter dies we should yes. also move forward brennan or angela should be so grateful to these people for helping her 100 percent. the other i'll just say my part i agree with you that yes that was bad advice telling Brennan to not challenge men basically, but she yeah. also almost every episode suggests that Brennan sleep with a murder suspect like oh every single or time. Booth. But then is also well, simultaneously hitting on Booth. We're not worrying about Booth right now. I'm just talking about no. the fact that she wanted her to sleep with Jesse. Yes. That she wanted her, obviously she was all, all pro Michael Stiers and you know how I feel about Michael Stiers. Yes. That's and true. Who else did she? Oh, she wanted everybody to. She wanted her to sleep with everybody out in Washington. Um, yeah, that was a weird dialogue. Like, there's like a cannibal on the loose, and there's like anybody could be the suspect. Anyway, yeah, she's like, like, oh, Charlie, <laughs> crazy, crazy talk. I, yeah, I don't. She. I know that you said we shouldn't talk about her encouraging her to sleep with booth but like that encouragement is fine it's just like why are you encouraging it but then also hitting on him what is yeah, the no. game very plan mixed here? signals very strange he's a bad friend well any <laughs> friend who wants the same guy like no no, no good. this is what not we should have done one of the moments should have been like, we should have said moments angela was a bad friend <laughs> <laughs> that'd be every episode every episode <laughs> oh my god where is it as a best friend like when booth is showing up and the women in the woman in limbo when booth is showing up every night with like chinese food chinese food first, like, of, first all, of all where's david hashtag where's david second knew that that was christine brennan on the angelator yeah how did she not know first of all and also oh angela why are you not supporting your friend Ugh. oh I will bring this up when we bring up our readers, uh, our readers, our listener. We have yes. one. Uh, we have a couple comments, but I just that this one made me laugh, and we will bring it up. But okay, okay. What's next? Do you want to talk about the moments of sexual tension between Booth and Brennan? Because I'm obsessed. Not really, <laughs> but I will bring one up. Okay, and it Tell wasn't me. even. It's not even about sexual tension. It's more okay. about this. Is we can about rephrase how. Booth has chemistry with everybody. And yes. at the end of the episode, I think it's, I think it's Man on Death Row. Because they're sitting at the bar at Wong Fu's. And he's got his hand, you know, his head in his hand. And he's showing off his little wrist tattoo. And he True. looks across at her, like, in a way that is so heart-melting. Like, the way he looks at her, I was like, just just take me now. Like, I was just like, yeah. wow. That's, and 
I've said this before, and I just want David to know, David Boreanis, if you're listening, I'm not a perv. I'm not a crazy person. (laughs) I'm just understanding what the big deal was. Like, yes, obviously Buffy. Yes, obviously Angel. But there's something about him at this stage where he's a little older, a little wiser, and he's just so, he's just oozing that kind of magnet magnetic sexuality he's a hot dad <laughs> there's nothing hotter i tell you he's he's pretty good so what are saying. your moments of sexual tension i guess okay i guess se- sexual tension maybe isn't the best explanation for what i'm going for because right. i just i'm thinking of things like in two bodies in the lab at the end of that episode where she's supposed to go on this date and she ends up ditching the date to come and like stay in the hospital with him and they watch a movie together Mm -hmm. like moments like that where it's like very sweet maybe those are moments of like pure friendship i guess just like very pure moments between them um yeah that was my like favorite example i love i just love that scene I love how where that she stays ended. behind or she, she comes behind back. and she's, she's kind of circles back. Like she's like, Oh, I'm going on a date. And then she comes back. She's like, you know what? I rescheduled it. I'm yeah. Like, mm. And she like kind well, of tries to lean up against him, but then his arm is broken. So he's like, can we not? <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently I read that they wanted her initially when they did that scene, they wanted her to climb into bed with him and like lie with him in the bed. Really? But they decided not to do that because um it was too soon like it yeah. was too much but i think i think it's better this way it was more 100%. intimate on some level like yeah more authentically intimate you know 100 percent. that yeah. was my main moment there's obviously moments like the one that you described at wong fu's mm. just like stole like kind of stolen glances there's a lot yeah. of episodes yeah. where there are moments like that um just the fact that they obviously care so deeply for each other not even in like a they're in love with each other way just like they've been through shit (laughs) so what episode do you think the main one for sure two bodies in the lab was the turning point that moment do you think that was the turning point for sure for me okay what do you think like that moment the one you already knew about before you even watched the show yeah that was a huge was, turning point for me. I was trying to think of what episode it was that was really, I thought it was, okay, a woman in the, when was Woman in the Tunnel? Was woman in the Tunnel was episode after? 16 and Two Bodies in the Lab was 15. Okay. Okay. See, it was before Two Bodies in the Lab, there was a moment something i'm just trying to damn the it man i wish the airway maybe where he's pretty protective of her with jesse is jesse's right. kind of trying to be like we're totally the same our parents are missing love me give me a kiss in your office and but this David is what they Boreanaz. do this is what brennan and booth do like he'll protect her or she'll protect him yes. like it's like yeah. an interesting tandem that they have like this very yeah, much like so a- pendulum thing where it goes back and forth whenever they need each other they're there but it's something that developed because in the very first episode like when we're introduced to these characters 
No. She hates him. Well, not hates They're him, so but she's like so irritated apart. by him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so far apart i think some of the trauma that they go through just generally like a boy in the bush where they're dealing with the this murder of a young boy that definitely brings them together but in yeah in in my mind honestly maybe even the girl in the fridge could have to me one hands down in my opinion two bodies in the lab was the turning point yeah in the fridge maybe where he's seeing her girl in the fridge well i like that okay this is interesting i know we got to move forward, but I liked oh, how great. she was very vulnerable in that episode and he saw that vulnerability. Like it was just, but he was also, anyway, I, I, I liked that. And obviously with the, the woman in the tunnel after two bodies in the lab, that was a huge shift. Like after two bodies in the lab, they go through all this trauma, getting shot at, bombing, abduction, all these things, right? Yeah, But then, woman in the tunnel, that's when Booth tells her how to treat him, right? Like, that's where yeah. he says, no, you can't do this to me anymore. Like, he yeah. changes their dynamic. He know? really puts his foot down. Amazing. Oh, it's a I good thing, it. though. I love it. I love it. I like it. I love it so much. Like, the way they... And I know you're in a hurry and you want them to get in bed together and get married I and mean, kids. But I'll be waiting a while, time. but that's fine. We got time. Like, <laughs> I like this part of them having this. Because he's going to have relationships. She's going to have relationships. Yeah. They're going to see how each other is in relationships. And it's just going to be, I like that. I think it's interesting, yeah. you know. Whatever happened to that girlfriend he had? Oh, they broke up, remember? Because she balked. She balked. Because Angela was stalking her or? Uh... Well, because they were going to go away and then Angela said the thing oh, where they're going to yeah. move in together and then Tessa got a little weird. But you know what? I All that. the power to her because man, oh man, I would not put up with the way Booth was treating her like after, especially after Man in the Wall when uh, she was out to dinner with him and she went to this club and just made her go home by herself even though he yeah. left five minutes later and I'm like, why? And or, then the time that he expected her to do his friggin' laundry. Yes. That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? I'm not your wife. I'm not your mommy. Come on. And Kelly and I both don't like laundry, so <laughs> <laughs> that's triggering, isn't it? <laughs> but you just reminded me, I have clothes in the wash. I gotta switch those over. I'll do it after we talk. Okay. Anyway. What's next? Moments when Booth and Brennan broke the law and got away with it. Okay. There are a lot of moments. Um, Tell me a couple because I only thought of one. So she shot in in the very first episode. Yeah. She shoots a suspect. Although I guess, I guess it's self-defense. Maybe. So She she was charged though. She was charged. That's true. Okay. So she got away with it. But the one, okay. The main (laughs) one I was thinking of. So he's, he picks up that earring like yeah. from a crime scene like that's fully breaking the law fully breaking his oath as an fbi agent 100 percent gets away with it no problem no questions asked right i feel like there's a lot of moments where like then he'll he gives her a gun at some points even though she doesn't have a carry permit okay and she uses it right at times right i think that they're a little bit laxadaisical with the yes. law 
but it's a show so it's allowed well i was more my thing was when uh with boy in a tree when they're all watching the sex tapes yes i thought there has to be a special department who can handle this kind of for sure like to have hodgins zach angela booth and brennan in the room watching these minors yeah i just thought okay there's something wrong (laughs) (laughs) and obviously man in the morgue where he picked up her earring yes that's the obvious one but i was just thinking about like other little things like that i thought there's got to be a better way to do this (laughs) that's a very very good point that's a very good point i guess Mm. also like in the episode um the woman at the airport although it's not illegal but he's like trying to do that investigation and he's talking with the escort on that patio and they're like you need to leave and he's like oh no this is my sister that's not breaking the law they just don't want her there but just you know skirting the rules Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i hear you man and then she she done it what an interesting (laughs) episode anyway that was a good episode gaia bano shake yes mentioned that their favorite moment Mm -hmm. from season one yes was when they say squints don't solve murders cops do (laughs) so that is when we are first introduced to this this uh phrase or this this word squints by booth um it's just it really starts the dynamic between booth and the squints with booth kind of treating zach in a way that is less than ideal but zach likes it for some reason did he say that to brendan in the at the gun range didn't he I think so. Yes, I think he did. That's this is exactly what we were talking about, where their dynamic initially is not good. <laughs> I'm looking at comments here, and we have a comment from somebody that's spoiling seasons ahead. So I'm not going to. Yes, it. I saw that. Did you see that? I As did. I, I was I like, see the like Betty White and everything. Yes. I am looking for our friend, KBD20621. I want to just mention her because she's been an OG follower since the beginning. She's been following the Instagram. I assume she's listened to the show. I'm not 100% sure, but I hope she has. But uh, I just know that she left us a wonderful comment. I'm just looking through our Instagram right now to find it about all the things that she loved about season one. Are I think she is a, a listener because she was saying that she can't wait for season two and the season one recap. Awesome. I'm so happy to hear that. She is an excellent. She's a great, um, great follower. follower. We love to hear from everybody. It's been fantastic having her come along for this ride. Oh, here we go. I found it. She says, oh, so KBD20621 says yes. that she can't say them all. Uh, because at the time we weren't done with season one, but mm-hmm. she says that um, some of her favorite moments are from Soldier in the Grave and Woman in Limbo, which are the last two episodes of the season. Mm-hmm. But she said at the moment that she didn't want to spoil it. So 
I'll have to follow <laughs> up with her and find out what specific moments there were that she really enjoyed. I'm sure one of the moments has to align with one of my favorite moments, which yes. is the very like last 10 seconds of the season. <laughs> where what, we just get this uh, like shock she say, factor though? she said other stuff though yes Find she it? sent us a message she said the two meeting eps for the first time there you go booth telling brennan why he wants to help her because she is the best and she agrees <laughs> that we should love this man he's wonderful uh brennan being kick-ass against kenton was a real powerful move 100 percent the first season showing Booth and Brennan's journey mm-hmm. is taking on her case to help find her parents. And we really see after the two bodies in a lab, them growing more affectionate towards each other. Mm-hmm. And of course, Booth stoned in the Christmas episode and Booth being the only <laughs> one to invite Brennan out for Christmas after everyone, including her best friend, Angela, <laughs> ran off with plans. And like... <laughs> KBD. Yes. 20621. <laughs> I feel like I just screwed that up. I'm looking at her name and I don't want to say her name. I know. Um, <laughs> but she is also a huge Booth and Brennan fan. She's a huge shipper. And you're right. I couldn't find the message because it was under her real name, not her handle. So here I am looking at it as well. But that's what I wanted to bring up was I thought that was very insightful that she would mention that Angela did not invite her for Christmas dinner yes it's true shelter that's another example of angela being a bad friend i agree kbd 20621 i love having you along for the ride yes and we have another woman uh maggie richardson who's also made some wonderful comments as well i just want to want everyone to know that we are paying attention we do read your messages and we're very excited to have you along i just uh I was just thought that was really, I'm glad that I'm not the only one who thinks that Angela's a bad friend. Oh, no, I'm with you. But I I like her in the future, so I'm, I'm holding out hope. <laughs> what was your favorite episode of the whole season? My favorite episode of the whole season, I think, even though it was gruesome, was Two Bodies in the Lab. Mm-hmm. And that was because of that moment with booth and brennan yes i just i love the moment between them where he saves her i love like the moment of hodgins and booth driving in hodgins car (laughs) just so many like wonderful great moments in that and that was such a turning point for me um in booth and brennan's relationship like we were talking about yeah um i just i really 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 love that episode we get introduced to david which Where's David? We don't love him, but that's fine. <laughs> hashtag where's um, David. Hashtag where's David. But <laughs> I just, I think that that episode was really, really well done. Um, mm-hmm. Great guest star on there as well, who also starred in Chuck, another one of my favorite shows. Yes. Just an all around good episode. Honestly, they're all good. They I really know. are all good. But I don't know how about you. Could... Again. And you're not allowed to say the man and the bear. Why not? It's love. my favorite. <laughs> <Just> joking. <laughs> I thought it was so good, though. Like, the writing was so good. And, like, the, I love the sheriff so much and the native dude. And the, everybody was so good in that episode. I love Man and the Bear because it was so enjoyable. But you're right. Like, 
I was thinking about Girl in the Fridge. I think about Girl in the Fridge a lot because of the character building kind of moment it is for Brennan. Like it's very, she's so vulnerable on that episode. I just think that was the first time I think in the, in the show where she showed real vulnerability and I just, that's where I feel like that's where everything kind of shifted a little bit for me. Yeah. Cause I really thought she was such a sociopath, very cold, yeah. kind of on, you know, who knows, maybe on the spectrum, like in terms of her inability yeah. to see social cues or anything like that, like just her, at her, her, yeah, her personality was kind of not the greatest I think that actually is something that was very that's very like that's a hot topic with Bones because in the books um Temperance Brennan there's no indication that she would be on the spectrum but in the show there is there is quite a bit of talk about like there's evidence that she may be on the spectrum yeah um which actually is pretty cool for her if that is how the character is meant to be portrayed um it's pretty incredible to see this character's development and how successful and how wonderful like everything kind of works out for her in the end i will say i've read one one book about like a kathy reich's book about temperance i started reading a second one i find the character so warm like her character is very warm yeah she's completely different yeah so interesting very interesting can i I ask you another question yeah what was your favorite episode of our show this season of our show Hmm. i couldn't pick one so why don't you go first and i will come (laughs) up with a different one (laughs) it's hard for me because i um The one we recorded up north at Planitza with the squeaky chairs was funny. The ones we did at your house, we did uh, Man on Death Row and Man in the Wall at your house. Yeah. Were really fun. Doing it in person Those were fun. Is, in is person very, is really fun. Is fun. So in our future, speaking of our future, I'll just mention again to our listeners. Thank you again for listening. We're going to go on a bit of a hiatus for the month of August just to like take a breather from releasing. Give us a chance to uh, stock up on some recordings. Let Brittany pack up her house a little bit because she's going to be crazy. (laughs) We're going to release Ah. our our episodes every two weeks come September and maybe throw in some bonus stuff uh, with some interviews and whatnot. And I'm just hoping... That maybe we can record in person every now and then. It would be fantastic. Perfect. What do you I have think to say? That's a great idea. I I can't think of like I think I enjoy I generally just really enjoy recording with you. Yes. I think that that I think the last three I think we really have gone into a groove. Hmm. Um. They sound good, by the way. I, they do sound good. I don't know about these last three, but they do sound good. I'm just telling you, I've listened to them, honey. Perfect. I need it's to good. catch up. What I should do uh, is while I'm packing, put them in my ears. But I feel like the episodes that we have the most fun recording, although I have fun doing all of them. 
those probably mm. come through the best. Well, anytime after, especially at the end of your pregnancy, we were both, I don't know what was going on. <laughs> end of the pregnancy and then right after. No, but Episode it was like. 13, recording twice. It was like the deep, dark days of like COVID-ish, quarantine-y, nobody knows what's going on. Everybody's, yeah. there's all these new variants and people are shutting down and like, it was just like chaos out there. Yeah. And you know, everything's up in the air and then you were exhausted from like having this kid just sucking oh the life out of you. <laughs> For sure. You were like, listen, your voice was slurring. Like you were oh, probably. so tired. You were just like, I was uh, like. <laughs> I developed like a lisp toward the end and of the my pregnancy. minute that I think you got a good night's sleep after the baby was born, like a few months later. Yeah. You're back back to it you're right <laughs> right on top of it it's so true that it's like crazy the last month of pregnancy i have two friends Ugh. that are pregnant right now and i'm like they're like yeah i feel great like i'm they're 28 and 30 weeks and they look amazing megas <laughs> like look amazing sound great but i'm like you just wait for the last try last last month yeah oh man that's what I say to them. young people now. You just wait. You just wait. <laughs> you just wait. You it's just coming wait. for you. It's coming for you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I should go note, back and re-listen to the episodes where I'm like, oh, nah, I'm so pregnant. Where would you start people off? Where do you think? Like, which episode? Yeah. I'm going to go back to probably two bodies in the lab. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, that don't that listen to any point. other episode. Okay. Well, you should you know, start if with in... all of them. Start with number one, <laughs> but like two bodies in the lab. I feel like just generally like as an episode, not yeah. even from a podcasting perspective, like that was like a huge turning point for the show. Yeah. But if you're going to start listening to our podcast now, start with episode one. It's pretty good. It is. Just have to be patient through our sound issues. Um, yes. And now I think we've got it. We got. We have microphones good now. Thing happening. I've got good internet. It's all excellent. Before it was like we were all in Zoom hell. So you have to kind of give yeah. everybody the benefit of the doubt. You know, talking over <laughs> each other. Like, uh, I think she's <clears throat> frozen. <laughs> <laughs> so much freezing. Oh my god. I think she's frozen. It's gonna be interesting in the new house. There is like a designated office space, so that should yeah. be good. Nice, like open. Just get a booster, you'll be fine. Yeah, should be good. That's that's what I did. Anyway, on that note, I totally copped out to... and didn't give you a favorite podcast episode. Yeah, you did. You copped out, but that's okay. I will that's put you on fair. the spot again. It's all right. <laughs> I too enjoy doing this show with you, Brittany, and I'm very grateful that you're open to, you know, checking. Just trying this out and seeing how it goes. We're doing it. Well, we've done a We're full doing... season. It's pretty yes, fun. Yes, we have. Congratulations. Yay. Go us. <laughs> and thank you, you to all say? of our listeners. Yes. Thank you to everybody. It's been fantastic. Mainly thank you to the listeners. Mm -hmm. um, it's pretty wild to see listeners from different countries, not just from yes. our own country. That's really, really cool. Wild. Um yeah that's the main that's the main thing just thank you we're gonna keep doing what we're doing and hopefully you will enjoy it <laughs> i agree so i'll just 
wish everybody an excellent August and we look forward to seeing you in September. (laughs) Thank you for listening to our lovely recap episode of season one of Bones and listening to Squintcast. 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 (laughs) One day we'll harmonize. We will. We're going to do a whole thing. It's going to be great. (laughs) Bye. Thanks for listening to Squintcast with me, Kelly Booth, and my and your new friend, Brittany Elsner. The Bones theme is performed by The Crystal Method. They can be found on Instagram and YouTube at The Crystal Method and at thecrystalmethod.com. Intro and outro music is by Twisterium at Pixabay. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Squintcast. Email us at squintcastpodcast at gmail.com. You can find me at fab underscore empire underscore on Instagram and TikTok. Brittany can be found at Brittany81523 on Instagram. See you next time. Hodgins! <laughs>